When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The host of the show is actually on the pension now. Every now and then, you can you just play a bit of Vera Lynn or something of that nature? That would be nice. Meanwhile, the quest for the Larry O'Brien trophy has begun in the NBA playoffs. Uh, they're all over Sky at the moment. The ANBL will soon turn their attention to the finals as well. Uh, whilst here in New Zealand, the uh, NBL, the National Basketball League, takes to the court in a bumper season from next week onwards. Now, if you're a basketball fan, there's always something it seems to look forward to. And on the line with us now is NBL General Manager Hugh Bainon, who, of course, uh, keeps a close eye on that going over the, overseas as well. So, uh, Hugh, good morning to you. It's been a little while. It has been, yeah. Great to, great to talk to you again. Great Vera Lynn shout-out as well. Enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, well, I at least remember it, uh, Vera. So here we go, mate. The NBL gets underway <laughs> next week. Southland Sharks have signed an NBA prospect, Mojave King. So uh, what level of uh, skill can we expect this season from our NBL players? Really exciting signing yesterday, Mo King. Coming home. Now, a lot of people might not know this, but Mo is, you know, a New Zealander. Uh, so it comes in as a local player. He's lived in Australia for most of his life now. His father was the great Leonard King, uh, a Tiger Nuggets import, American import back in the day and now mm. uh, head of New Zealand High Performance. Um, so yeah, Mo's got strong links. He still is eligible for the Tall Blacks and, and hasn't really made a, a public decision anyway uh, on whether he wants to play for the Boomers or, or the Tall Blacks going forward. So uh, that's a really exciting one on kind of a, a multitude of levels there, Smitty, because yeah, we're going to get an NBL, uh, bona fide Australian NBL player here with NBA ambitions, playing for the Sharkies down in Invercargill, um, but also, from a national team point of view, maybe falls, falls back in love with the place and, and wants to put the black jersey on. Who knows? So, um, really exciting signing for the Sharks. Um, we've got plenty more Australian NBL players still to be announced, so I've got to make sure I don't drop them uh, already. On top of the ones we already have announced, like Tom Badanovich, um, you know, and, and, and those likes going forward. So, uh, really exciting to hear McCall announced yesterday as well, one of the imports from the Australian NBL, who's had a fantastic season. Um, I had a lot of texts last night from other players about him saying, oh, awesome, he's in the league. So, uh, really exciting times. And, and on that note, last night the text started coming through from the uh, uh, NBL teams themselves saying that their visas are coming, have been approved for the imports. So we will have a full complement of imports this season as well, which I can tell you two months ago I didn't think would happen. That is brilliant. The other great news is we're an orange. We're an orange, you. So uh, oh, we can yeah. have crowds, atmosphere, atmosphere. 
Yeah, it has been a uh, a roller coaster of an off season. You know, three months ago, we're, we're we're looking at a league of okay, very young, uh, promising Kiwi players, primarily all in starting spots. You know, we're absolutely nothing wrong with that. Love seeing our young Kiwis get out there. Uh, you know, potentially no crowds. Uh, potentially um, MIQ if we were going to get guys in from overseas. Right now, and I'm touching every bit of wood I can see. All of that is gone, and we're actually now looking. Uh, you know, at a largely uninterrupted, undisrupted season. Again, I don't want to tempt fate, but crowds are in. That's huge for our teams, you know, massive revenue stream for our teams, but also for the players just to play in front of crowds. That's what it's all about. As you know, Smitty, from from your playing career, you know, imagine playing to no one. You know, it just wouldn't feel right. So for for the fans as well to be there in their, in their home teams, you know, we've got such really well-supported um teams around the country so no everything is uh, coming together almost too well and I'm a little bit worried about what's around the corner but it's been a good couple of weeks of news In terms of coverage uh, the league looks like uh, for every game on Sky Sport I'm reading and perhaps a one game a week free to wear yeah, every game live on Sky Sport. Uh, no game clashes this year, so no games on at the same time, so no tough choices to make. Um, and every Saturday night, 7.30 game will be live on Prime. Uh, we're also, of course, on every game's on ESPN in the United States and in Puerto Rico. Uh, and for Kiwis overseas as well, it's going to be available on FIBA uh, sites as well. So hopefully we've pretty much got everyone covered there. And, you know, we're getting a lot of interest from overseas, especially in Asia, about how they can tap into our broadcast market as well. So, yeah, no, things really looking up and, and hopefully we get a lot of eyes on the league this year. Has it been a happy year for the breakers? I think it's been pretty well documented, you. So we won't dwell on that side of things. But uh, uh, the season is almost done. Uh, what is uh, the likelihood of players filtering back in? Yeah, good. You're good. You know, we have, uh, we have, I'd say, you know, just off the top of my head, around 10 to 15 Australian NBL players coming back to play in the South NBL this year, which is great. Now, some of them still got to play the playoffs over there. Some of them don't. So some of them will be here for, for game one, round one, the likes of Jack Salt, of course. Um, and some of them won't be here until a few weeks in, like Jordan Natai, for example, who's got some postseason commitments and stuff like that. So they are filtering in. Uh, they will be here and they'll be here certainly, uh, three or four weeks into the season, we'll have a full complement of them. Um, hopefully this is the last year where we have those clashes. You know, these have all been pandemic-based. Normally the Australian NBL is finished by the end of February and then we start in April. So uh, here's hoping we get back to that normality next year. But I think it's been pretty well managed by both leagues this year and uh, and by all the clubs as well. And the players are excited to come home. You know, they like they like coming home. They like playing in front of their home fans and, uh, and getting mums cooking again. So... It's exciting to see these guys back. And, of course, they boost the quality of the league. They boost the development of our youngsters. So um, it's great to see them coming home. Hugh, um, I'm not sure if you can do this with your very important uh, tag as general manager, but would you have um, a couple of sides to look out for with the signings that you've seen? Well, there's there's a couple of interesting ones out there. You know, you you never look too far past the Wellington Saints. You know, won uh, seven of the last 13 championships. You know, never look too far past them. And what I really like about the Saints so far is um, they've got, you know, what, whatever I'm calling a typically stats Wellington Saints lineup. But, uh, you know, apart from the imports that they're yet to announce, they're all Wellingtonians, which is just awesome. You know, like, I understand some of the, the side eyes that were thrown back in the day when, you know, they just pull in the best talent from around the country, you know, perfectly within the rules. Nothing wrong with that. But now they're doing it and they're doing it from their home base. You know, Tom Badanovich and uh, Jordan Nartai, Francis Mulverhill, they pulled over from the air. Kenneth Tuffin, all Wellington or Potadoa, born and bred, uh, which is really exciting for those Wellington fans. So I really like the look of them. And of course, the Hawks Bay Hawks, a fully Kiwi lineup. No imports coming in for the Hawks Bay Hawks. 
whole stack of tall blacks in there from uh, Jared Kennedy to Daron uh, Rokawa, Ethan Raspach, big Jack Salt. They've got that extra narrative of Mick Downer, who was fired by the Rams at the end of last year, moving up to Hawke's Bay, the head coach, and taking three or four Rams with him. So that's going to be a real tasty matchup whenever the Rams meet the Hawks. So that's a nice little uh, narrative to look out for this year. Looking uh, just a little bit further afield, of course, we have got 99 days to go until the Commonwealth Games. We've talked about that already this morning. Three-on-three basketball. Uh, How is the New Zealand team shaping up for that? Because I believe you've got a a World Cup just before that, and uh, and there's an Asia Cup as well. So plenty of opportunities to finalise a combination. Yeah, it's going to be a great little tour of duty for those, um, you know, six to 12 players in the men's and women's who who go on that tour. you know, both those teams qualified qualified brilliantly for the World Cup um, just well, a month ago in March. Uh, and then obviously the Commonwealth Games that we sealed qualification last year. So it's an interesting, um, you know, format of the sport. One I think New Zealanders are just getting used to and certainly got a lot more uh, eyes on it as being an Olympic sport last year. It's big on FIBA's books. Um, so and it's great and it really suits some of our some of our younger players. Ella Fotu uh, on the women's side and three x three tall ferns. She she absolutely balled out at the uh, World Cup qualifiers last year. I expect to see her involved. Tiana Clark as well, and it might be a, a good reason for some of our you know maybe our bigger names who have gone further afield to come back and, and the likes of Kalani Purcell. Uh, and on the men's, you know, I, I don't see them looking too far past uh, what they what got them to the World Cup. You know, with Taylor Britt and, and Don Kelman Porto. So, uh, no, it's really exciting. I know that the guys and the, the girls love playing it. It's fast and it's furious. They absolutely love playing it. And uh, so, no, I think it's exciting times for 3x3. Um, the Commonwealth Games and the, and the Olympics are just going to keep propelling it forward. NBA playoffs are really into the thick of it at the moment, Hugh. Uh, Philadelphia, the 76ers, 2 0 up uh, over the Raptors. Is that uh, the end of it, do you reckon, for the Canadian franchise? <laughs> This every year, right? Every year I get the, these questions come my way. And every year you, you jump on one side only for literally a day later, your mind to be changed completely. Like if you ask me, you know, last night, who's going to win the NBA championships? Golden State Warriors. The way they've, the way they've mm. played, uh, you know, against the Nuggets has just been absolutely phenomenal. And you look at them, you go, well, this is the Warriors of a few years ago. Um, you know, but I know that's going to change. You know, that'll probably change uh, when those guys, when the guys get out there today, you know, the Phoenix Suns, if they, do, if they continue doing what they're doing, is it hard to look past them? Uh, in terms of the Raptors, I think, I mean, right now, my, my take right now would be probably yes. That 76ers team looked really good. Joe Embiid, you know, picked up a bit of a niggle yesterday. So we'll be interested to see how far he plays going forward. And if they need to overuse him to get past the Raptors, I'm sure they'll hopefully just get past them in four games from their point of view and be able to rest him for a bit longer. Um, but I was doing the Kyrie Irving uh, sign to Brian, the producer, of course, uh, while we were talking. That's a nice. There's always a bit of drama in the NBA, isn't there? And the $50,000 fine to Kyrie for flipping the bird at his old fans in Boston. Um, I love that kind of stuff. You know, I think it's what is really it kind of took me back to Carlos, Carlos Spencer, you know, or, or Mertz um, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, yeah, no, when they did it to their opposing fans. So 50K, sorry, I mean, it's not going to miss 50K. Um, but, uh, yeah, really, really kind of brings a bit of drama. And, and another thing, the beauty of it is they've still got a whole bunch of games left to play against each other, uh, the Nets and the Celtics. So uh, it's exciting. It's really exciting, the NBA playoffs, as it always is, and um, great drama. Great to have Stephen Adams and uh, Memphis Grizzlies right in the thick of it as well. They dropped their first game um, against the, the Timberwolves, so today's pretty important. It is really important, and you know this is um, 
you know, Steve Adams has been fantastic. And I'm sure you've spoken about, you know, the records he set in Memphis this season uh, and how he's led offensive rebounds and, and stuff like that. But this is a pretty tough matchup for, for Steve Adams. You know, Carl Anthony Towns is a more modern style of center um, compared to uh, Adams. You know, he, he goes out, he shoots a three, he had a fantastic game in game one. So really interested to see. And this is what I love about these multiple game series is how the coaches and the teams now adapt the way they play, um, playing the same opposition, you know, over a week or two. So really interested to see what they do with Carl Anthony Towns, the Grizzlies, and, and how they guard him going forward. But um, I still think that you know only one only one nothing down well within uh, well and still in the series so he's hoping I think we're all Grizzly fans at the moment if you if your number one team's not in the playoffs like mine hasn't been for sixteen years. <laughs> hey, look, uh, I'm not sure how far your GM budget takes you, Hugh. So I'm not sure you'll get to the NBA playoffs this year, but hmm. um, you may well go to the opening tip off between the Delson Giants and SENZ's Otago Nuggets. Will you be there as GM? I will be. In fact, I'll be there with jewel hats on because I'm commentating that game as well. Um, so, because oh. uh, I live in Nelson, so obviously it's just a five-minute walk down the road for me. So I'll be me and Phil Jones will be with Mike in hand for all the uh, the great Phil Jones, all the Nelson Giants games. So, yeah, next Thursday night at the Trafalgar Centre, the Giants against the uh, the Otago Nuggets, who've got the radio the radio bosses behind them, which is fantastic, and they've been a real coup for for basketball down in Dunedin. Um, and that's going to be a great game. You know, they've got, like I said, they've announced that big uh, big import into Tahiri McCall and Keith Williams, so they've got some good imports coming in. Big Sam Timmons will be back from breakers duty as well, uh, playing for his hometown Nuggets. You know, against the oldest team in the league, the Giants, who are, who are again, a packed full of local local talent with a couple of imports to come. So two of the, the real heartland teams in, in basketball, full of local players. So it's going to be a really fun one to, to get us underway live on Sky Sports. Great time for basketball, really is, Hugh, and thanks so much for adding to it uh, for us this morning, uh, your update on uh, across all those three competitions. Thank you, uh, mate, and uh, good luck with the start of the season, eh? Thanks, Millie. Appreciate it. Yeah, cheers. Hugh Bainham there, of course, uh, and uh, he explained all his roles to you there. I don't have to, uh, but right in the thick of uh, basketball going on around the world, and particularly here at home with the start of the NBL as general manager. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.